Welcome to Songwriter Trysts, an intimate podcast that is connecting songwriters from all over the world. I'm singer-songwriter Ray Lee. Music saved my life and I want to talk to other songwriters about the power of songwriting, talk about their journey and how they got to where they are today. This is a safe space to share stories, lessons and emotions, all the great things that build an amazing song. To support the podcast and follow our journey, you can find us on songwritertrysts.com. Welcome to a songwriter tryst with Nancy Deckant, the co-founder and CEO of Discover Sooner, but also a songwriter. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing really good, Ray. How are you today? I'm good. I'm actually really looking forward to hearing about, you're obviously a very passionate person and, and you're doing stuff to help other people as well. So I want to find out about how one ends up there. So I'd like to start with getting you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and where you come from. Well, okay. I'm Nancy Deccant and I'm a songwriter and I've spent a lot of time as a publisher and doing mostly song plugging on that end, which is getting songs to artists and places where those, that music can be heard and, and picked up by major label artists. And also in 2020, Welcome to the pandemic. I launched (laughs) Discover Sooner, which was really born out of this. It takes so long for for songwriters to gain access to publishers that can change their career. And I thought, this is Mm. ridiculous. This takes too long. We got to, and there is a better way to do this. And out of that, I launched Discover Sooner, which we'll get to that later. But just even music for me was always so compelling as a kid and my mom got me a guitar at 14 started writing songs right away and Mm. and when I was in my 20s I was in a church where you could bring your own written praise songs to church and just blurt them out (laughs) whenever you wanted (laughs) and you gotta read the room and things like that (laughs) it was a very individual side of sort of service and anyway so I I played in church a long time and then you kind of grow up and you get married have babies and you get all distracted by life and I really didn't come back to music till I was much later in life but the minute we started having, there were a plethora of bookstores and everyone was playing in bands, the little, little, yeah. little folk bands and things like that yeah. at, at uh, borders and, and places like that. It was like, I just have to do this. I uh, play guitar, but also play mandolin. And mm-hmm. there's only one need for one mandolin in a band most of the time. And usually there's <laughs> lots of guitars hanging around. So mm-hmm. just really actually my husband, George, he was, he plays bass and it was like, come with me, let's do this music thing. And I'm like, mm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we started writing songs. We were in a band. We were like in a, like death cab for cutie band in indie rock mm-hmm. kind of thing. And okay. the lead singer decided that it was just not the position he wanted to be in. He just didn't want to sing and be, he, we went really? to go make album writing just he chickened out right we oh, love him no yeah <laughs> and I, I didn't want to be the, didn't want to be in the spotlight <laughs> didn't want to be in the spotlight and we we're like but well, we don't want to give this up right so mm. we just started writing our own songs 
And along the way, I got invited to a meeting from the Nashville Songwriters Association International, NSAI. Do you have yeah. NSAI, right? Over yes. There? Yeah, I do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, my God. It was it's like reaches a hall- us. <laughs> They're amazing. There was such a hallelujah moment. This is yeah. like in the early 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. And Jason Bloom, who's a phenomenal songwriter, came and there's actually, a, I mean, they really understood the craft of songwriting. And mm-hmm. it was so exciting because just to put words on all of those things, uh, like mm. a verse, <laughs> a chorus, <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah. <laughs> there should be a high, you should give this, this, this singer something high to sing. If you look, look at these singers, they're amazing. Give them something to sing for. And so just started buckling down, started learning how to craft a song and enjoyed playing in bands for 10 years. And then 13, I, I'm just like, I just, well, the, the thing about Nash, NSAI was they always invite you about once a year to come to Nashville. I became a coordinator of the Pittsburgh group. Right. And they invited me down and to get training as a coordinator. But stepping into Nashville, I like everything in me that is musical just turned on. Like yeah. it was like, like I got more melodies. I got more uh, better song ideas. I got lyrics. I wake up in the morning and, mm. and all of in me just completely activated and then go and then go back to Pittsburgh and it's like this is like crickets right <laughs> so, wait wait what's what's going on here and then mm-hmm. next year go down to Nashville and the same thing happens mm-hmm. I mean and over and over again is you realize that something about this town is calling to me and I have to go so in 2013, I go to my husband. I'm like, "Honey, I don't want, I don't want to book this band anymore. I want to, I want, I need to be at the creation point." <laughs> and wow. I, let's get a national big move. I've always been more than a little out there. Jump on any cloud I want and ride it through the strata. Was turning, all I could see were the stars until I found Jupiter and Saturn right here in my own backyard. The way you touch me, the way we talk all night. Okay, I'm gonna go all the way off the deep end here, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> I went to NSAI's advanced song camp. Uh-huh. And they invited us afterwards to hear the hit songwriters over at Douglas Corner. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there at Douglas Corner, and I start getting like, like maybe this invisible voice speaking to me, and it says, "Do do I need to give you a vision to for you to know?" that you're going to sit in the, in that round like that, like a hit songwriter. And I'm like, well, now that you're talking to me, I, I guess you really don't need to give me a vision. Mm. <laughs> That's enough for me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, and then there were, I, and everybody, 
around here in Nashville, we there's a lot of a lot of buildings that are being sold to to turn them into Airbnbs, the ones that are on Music Row. And like like Ben Folds saved RCA Studio B a couple of years ago from the developers. Not not that they have ill intentions, but mm-hmm. the square footage usually doesn't work out for them. Mm-hmm. And the thing is they're always saying, well, you don't understand these great things have happened in the, in these buildings. And I would go one step further. I would say that if there are spirit guides, then they hang around in these beautiful places where they know all of us seekers are going to be. And they're ready. Mm-hmm. They're ready for us. They know who we are. They know whose heart is beating like, I need to be here. And they will find their own ways to encourage us. They're on the unseen. They, we can't see them but we can feel their nudge. And I've had, I had a lot of those experiences. And I was like, I, I just have to be here in Nashville. And in 2013, I started living here every, every other month. And, and I did that for a year and a half. And then I was mm-hmm. like, I can't pick up everything every other month. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. And then, cause be it was like 10 hours away yeah. and it's a, it's a long drive. And so in 2015, my husband and I, we bought a condo in Nashville for me to stay there. And that's very typical for people to do this, this back and forth stage, because it does upset your whole life. But all of that gave me a chance to find some great co-writers and really get my songwriting career going. And, and, and then lots of other things sort of happened. I mean, and I think this is a very interesting town in the way the whole entire music industry is here. And if there's something, some role that each of us can fill, like a lot of songwriters become producers, a lot mm-hmm. of song because that's a way to make money while you're writing your songs, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of us are like, well, somebody in this group, for me, it was like, well, somebody in this group got to take care of the business and because we can write all these songs but we need to get them to whomever and so I started doing song plugging and became a publisher out of that Mm. and and to this day I can send my song I have great relationships with a lot of people in town because you have to learn how to what the bar is and send people songs that they can really use and stuff like that and, and you have to learn sometimes in the beginning of your songwriting, you have to really, your songs get really better quicker when you're in Nashville because you usually start oh, co-writing, yeah. right? And when you're yeah, co-writing. and doing it more often. Right, right. More and more songs. often, <laughs> yeah. right? So you start yeah. getting better really fast. And I think writing in Pittsburgh by myself for three years was equal to three months of me writing in Nashville with, with co-writers because... Mm. Where I didn't, where I, maybe I I didn't know where the second verse went, but they did. I was yes. Like, hey, now I'm getting better faster because I'm learning from everyone else, and they're learning from me. And absolutely, yeah. So anyway, that's how it all started, and for very much so, the ground that you need to cultivate when you're in Nashville is if you're if you're not in your 20s, uh, early 30s, you might when you're over traditionally aged for, for and I am. Um, <laughs> well, you start writing with artists who are young 
and you bring the craft to the room and you help them write their lyrics and help them help young artists along the way. And that's a lot of what I've done with my own songwriting choices and really work to support uh, many other young songwriters' careers on their journey to where they're going. And out of that, I, I feel very successful in a way that maybe we haven't had number ones on Billboard. I haven't had a top 40 Billboard, but I haven't had a number Yay. one or anything like that. But everyone... Had, but it's coming. I, right. You know what? Because like in 2013, I was sitting next to Dallas Remington at the Commodore and mm-hmm. she was 13. Mm. Wow. <laughs> well, she's 22 now. We've been on this journey a long time. And yeah. the past year, I've had three or four songs out by Dallas Remington because we're great friends and I think that's the kind of the, and, and great co-writers and we've helped each other on our journeys. And what's really interesting about music, at least here in Nashville, is it's not a lot of snobbery. I mean, there is some, no. but you can be young and you can be really old. And none of those things, it's not about the age of the physical age. It's about where you're at as a songwriter and what you can bring and mm-hmm. how you can help. And so we who are of a certain age, we go, well, <laughs> that's not as important. It's and a team effort, isn't it? It's, it really is. And especially when you're writing and co-writing with two other people and we're just trying to get the best song here and you find your best friends and you find, mm. anyway. I love that so- attitude though in Nashville. Like I think for me coming from Australia and feeling like to do a song, I had to do everything myself. It's overwhelming to the, to the point that I wasn't doing it. It was too overwhelming because I'm like, well, I can't be the producer and the artist and the songwriter and the publisher and the everything. It's, it's just so much to do for, to, to get to that process. And being in Nashville and it was like someone else can do the parts that I'm not, someone else can write the bridge. <laughs> someone else can <laughs> do the publishing or the and, – right. and, and as soon as I realised that there are other people who are good at the things that I'm not good at and I can just do what I'm good at, I was like, sweet. Like, I can do that. I can, <laughs> I can just do that what is, I'm good at. <laughs> absolutely. I, I love that, right? Mm. I love that because it's, it's so true. And there's so much to learn. And most, mm. most of the time when we're doing a demo, right, all of us are chipping in saying, what about this? What about that? You're not really having to produce this all alone, uh, left with the decision, how's this going to sound? And yeah. and it's great to be in that situation. It's great when you have a great producer who's just going to, who knows what you want. And that's what we all strive for. But on the, yeah. <laughs> on the, on the journey <laughs> there, to to not be in it alone, it is, I think that is like as a visual artist, because I am, I have you misspent many, many 15 years as a visual artist in Pittsburgh wow. before I came to Nashville. <laughs> there you go. Very and, creative. <laughs> right. And there's <laughs> nothing, there's nothing like, like when you're painting by yourself and listening to music, even if you're painting in a workshop with a whole bunch of people, there, mm. it's not the same as sitting in a room with two other people and you're telling the stories of your life. You're laughing, you're crying, you're, you just met this person and you're telling them stuff that happened when you were 17, all in service to the song. And it's, 
completely trustworthy mm. in most cases. Honorable. And yeah, it's, mm. there's, I mean, the painting doesn't usually smile back and laugh <laughs> and, and laugh at point. I just gets kind of, so it's, well, it's, yeah. it's really beautiful. Although I do know that there is co-painting. I've seen some people paint, but, you know. (laughs) Well, there's there's all sorts of things now. Even with the digital NFTs, they're doing music, original music over original artwork and all sorts of crazy, wonderful things that are happening online these days. Yeah. Mm. But I I love how, you know, you talk about... You're connecting and you're laughing and sharing, and and that that process of just connecting with another human being. I mean, it, if you if you think about what does music do and what's the point of it, it's like well, it does. It connects us to ourselves and to the people around us and to the artists, and and so it makes sense to to make music from that space of connection <laughs> because that's what music does. It just seems so natural, and yet it it can. It can be sometimes great. Like I, I probably would say I'm 50-50. Like I write a lot by myself and I write a lot with other people. If I was in Nashville, I'd probably write a lot more with other people. I'm just sometimes if it's 3 a.m. in the morning and no one wants to co-write at that time in the morning. With me. <laughs> so uh, and, and when a song comes or you're inspired, you've got to let it out before you can get more sleep again. Yeah. Well, as a nice. as a co-writer, I'm always writing by myself anyway. In the morning, mm. I'm going to try to... Come, I mean, I, I, through the day, you get ideas and you, you have to develop that idea. And you'd be, you could just take a hook into a co-write, but if there's not some story around it, we're all scratching our heads. You kind of have to develop it. So, yeah. And writing on my own, I think, I feel like it reminds me of what my voice is as a writer mm. when you sometimes mm. you can lose that right your great idea and you brought it to these people and it didn't turn out ex- at all the way you thought it was and but mm. that happens sometimes but where I, would you say is, your voice as a songwriter has come from though for you, you? Know, I think that, that is such a good question because I I feel like there are certain topics that I know work for me Right. There is a certain uh, there's a there's anthems in this world that I mm. that I love writing, you know, like J4. His name is actually J with a number four. Joseph mm-hmm. Henry Wandis the fourth. <laughs> so we call him mm-hmm. J4. This song is better. It's called Better. And it's mm. just meant to uplift the world. And that, that is that is what I love to do. And then I'm with the feisty rebel over there, Dallas Remington. I love to work out of that part of, you know, my own rebel at at her age and for Mm. a long time after that. So it's real chance to take all those parts of ourselves that often don't, don't get a chance to have a voice and Mm. say what they want to say and say it. For me, I love, I love that there are certain themes that I'm, I'm going to want to write on and others that maybe I won't, I won't, I won't be on that wavelength. <laughs> yeah. I love that though. And I, I love, I love that like as an artist, cause I, I love to perform and I love to sing. I'm no problem with the spotlight, <laughs> but I love it when I can take someone like yourself and, and I can hear their voice and that what they want to express through their art. I love it when I get to be a medium and I get to share that. Mm-hmm through performing a song that was written with them. What, what would you say, like when it comes to co-writing, what would you say you found is really important 
for people when they're going into a co-write to if you're writing with an artist i think songwriters are there in service to the artist Mm -hmm. and to this is the person who's going to take this song into the world they need to feel it in their guts and if so if she wants to say it in a certain kind of way that might not be the way that i would say it then Mm -hmm. i'm all for whatever makes the singer feel the strongest because i know there's no mistaking that because it's how you feel when you sing a song and and so as a songwriter doing a lot of that working with artists then that's my goal is bring in great ideas and and try to help the singer if they like it find everything get the best out of it for them for themselves and so that's really my goal sometimes that doesn't necessarily lead to a great deal of fulfillment for other people in the room but then there are lots of other places that we could take this songwriting skill like for tv and film when you're writing songs for tv and film i call them sync songs for sync yeah well that is a real different thing and i can Mm. i can be my own artist in that even though i might not necessarily be the demo singer on it right the yeah the singer on i can I can have it say whatever I want it to say. And it's, and so, and it's really nice not to have to do country flip flops. You know, be real clever with this hook. You have to be a lot more emotional with a song that's in TV and film. So it's a nice break from the typical kinds of ways in which we write. And if writing long enough, I've gotten to know what works in, in both areas pretty well. So I just think that you write with enough people that you're going to get all the satisfaction that you need. And I think one of the, I mean, there's nothing more satisfying than creating something together, right? Mm, And that is what I think keeps us coming back. Like we're all little addicts. Oh my God, we went from nothing into something. And I like it. And you all get to celebrate your strengths if you've done a good job. It's yeah, that's that's probably my favorite part of doing a, a song project and having something released, and then all the names attached to it. When it when it does well, when you, you get number one radio hit or it's on CMT or anything like that, you all get to celebrate because it's like, hey, look what look what we've done together when we've put our strengths together, and it's that's beautiful. Like that's such a high. It doesn't happen all the time, but when it does happen, it just makes everything else worthwhile, right? Well, yeah, I think when you, that is what we're going for. We're going Mm. for successful careers, right? (laughs) Like we're not really in it for the hobby. We do love it for creating, right? Mm. And the the sake of creating itself, but what I think makes a lot of people wake up in the morning is the fact that there's some place to take that talent, and so I'm, yeah. you, know, I'll be, you know, when I, you know, I'm not just writing to have something that oh, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote another song. <laughs> I would really rather write a song that people are going to hear and enjoy. Yeah. Like you have to love it. And that, that is the, the base rule. You've got to have fun and you've got to love what you're creating when you're working with people. And, and that, that makes it even better because then you're enjoying the journey. But like we said earlier with connecting if we're trying to connect, if you're, if, if, you know, if it goes on radio and it gets success, however much, and, and p- other people are connecting to it, 
well, it's just like it's validating that you've, you've done your job. You've connected yeah, for sure. <laughs> on some level, it's however great. you've done that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great. Just the, the fact that an artist loved the song enough to record it, that is a huge, <laughs> right? You go like, oh, well, my God, there is spangling the song. Oh, my goodness. That, it, that makes you feel like I did my job, right? <laughs> is, there, is there something that you could, from the other side of the caption and co-writing section, for maybe artists who maybe haven't done a lot of co-writing do you have any advice for them going into a co-write, how they can best prepare themselves to be working with other people who want to help them as artists, how to like take on their advice? Because it, it is a bit strange going from being a solo writer to co-writing yeah. can be daunting. Do you have any advice for people? In that? Yeah, for sure. I think as an artist that the mark of an artist who is well on their way to being an artist someone who I call like carries their own light into the room mm. in the, in the sense that I have this idea and I'd really, I, I love something about this idea. They don't mm. necessarily have to have it all worked out, but life is, is, is touching them in a way and they're responding in a certain way that they know that they have, they have an idea that they want to write about. Mm. And I, I think it, if the artist is like, never knows what they want to write about, but just, I think it means that they are in much more and it takes time to figure out what your voice is as an artist and the things you want to mm. say, but just to try to bring things that have feeling and importance to yourself. Because if you do that, no matter no matter what happens, you're going to write something that is interesting to you. And yes. so I think it's incredible and incredibly important that you've, you might not know today, because maybe you just started writing songs and being an artist in the last few years of your life. But, mm. you know, five years down the road, it's going to be a lot more solidified and we need you to find your voice because mm. that's what you'll stand for. Like what I have a really good uh, friend, his name is Ben Fuller and he is a Christian artist who just got signed to Provident mm-hmm. and he, it's no uh, secret. He had a problem with drugs and, and then he really, the, he, the, Jesus intervened in his life. And then it was just like, I just have to give my life to Jesus, right? And yeah. he started writing his experiences and he's very open about it. Mm. But interestingly, he said, okay, now I, he was at this point where he didn't really want to go to the bars to sing because that really wasn't a safe place for him. Yeah. So he decided that his that his mission in this life was to bring hope to people yeah. and that he was going to, to find places to play that he could bring hope to people. Yeah. I think when you're on that kind of a mission, then it's, then it's easier to figure out what it is you want to say. Yeah. And, you know, and, and listen to Ben D, Ben D Fuller, his B D is his middle initial. Cause there's another Ben Fuller out there and right, you will hear yeah. all over the place. And I think when you have that guiding thing, then it's not like saying, I want to be 
a mix of Jason Mraz meets the Winans, the Winans, right? Musically, you might have a sonic sound, but I think when your core is, this is what I'm bringing to the world, then everything will fall in line with that. And until you find that purpose as an artist, it may be hard to find that voice. So try to start with the inner self, because I've heard many, many times from A&R people at labels that the closer an artist is to his true self as an artist, meaning like Kenny Rogers, the artist, and Kenny Rogers, the dad, Kenny Rogers, the friend, Kenny Rogers, the, the spouse, the more that all of those line up, I guess today you would call it the uh, Sam Hunt, Sam Hunt, the artist, (laughs) Sam Hunt, right? Then, then the more likely this, the world will connect with you because you're close to yourself and you know who you are and what you want to say. So I think that's an easy thing. Right. (laughs) That takes time. How many many 20-year-olds know this? Well, but that's not something wrong with that either. Right. So that's why it takes time to figure it out. But we songwriters, we don't necessarily have to know every in and out of ourselves. We can know (laughs) what we bring melodically. We know what we bring lyrically. We know could bring Mm. us idea-wise, right? And, but artists, I think they have a big job that they have to do as a human being underneath that in order to grow um, and connect with the world. And that is connect with themselves. (laughs) And that that is is something that we all need to do in our own time and our own journey is to, to try and do that. And, but the more we do that, I do believe it becomes easier to exist when we are connected to ourselves. Um, if we can seek that out. I don't know about you, but I've, I've, sp- I've spoken to a lot of artists where they're looking for a persona. And, and I've done this as a 20-year-old or a teenager. We're all trying to find out where we fit and we go through our different phases of I'm going to be into rock or I'm going to go hard country or I'm going to be a gardener or I'm going to be an athlete or I'm going to try all these different things and identify with. And, and, and you have to go through the phases to work out what you like and what you don't like and what's true and what's not true for you and your body. And there's that that's a beautiful phase of life to go through and be curious and explore and there's absolutely nothing wrong with trying something and going actually I don't think I like this. That's for I, I don't know for me I'm like finding out what you don't like and what you don't connect to is just as much as a success as finding the things that you do connect to because you've worked out whether it's a yes or no, but if you don't try it, you won't know. And I, I'm, I'm speaking as a mum here, obviously. I've got, yeah. I've got three little kids and you want them to try their vegetables and if they haven't tried it, they don't know if they don't like it. It's that thing of being constantly a student and curious and just trying new things and that is how we, we connect right. to ourselves. That's yeah, why we have beautiful. to write a whole bunch of songs on the way to yeah. an album, right? We were, like, yeah. don't, don't take the first seven songs and put them on your album. Like, write... 47 songs and then yeah and then take the best seven out of that and I I just want to say Billie Eilish comes to mind we believed her because that we believed every word she spoke because Mm. we thought she was so authentic in everything she was experienced and because I think she took her real life experiences and her feelings and like it like that and all those songs that Mm. we just believed her and we all wanted to go on that journey with her because we all knew what it was like to be that sad Mm. and 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 i just think 
if we can <laughs> try to yeah. find out what's what's real for us, we're all going to be in a better place. <laughs> How about we talk about Discover Sooner? Tell me where did that come from? And you said it was a, a pandemic. You, you're a problem solver, obviously, and you wanted to fix things. What, what was the real drive? Like what happened that made you well, go, I'm going to do this? Well, I just, in my previous life, I was an entrepreneur. I was mm-hmm. a process engineer and I was an entrepreneur and <laughs> long before I came to Nashville. And I just looked at, you know, five years into being in Nashville, I started seeing that a number of the people that I had turned up in my class, we called the class of 2013, right? right. I noticed that a lot of my people who showed up the same time as me started getting publishing deals. And I was like, well, they were always that talented. They were that talented on the day they stepped foot in this town. Yeah. And but I was like, why is it taking this is it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's taking five years, right? For people. And I just thought sometimes I see that if you know exactly the right person, you immediately get brought into the fold of these major publishers. And yeah. if you don't know the right people, then it can be a very, very, very long trek. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice if there was some place like LinkedIn meets Bumble (laughs) for songwriters and publishers, right? Yeah. Like Bumble is like the publishers would have to reach out first. Yeah. So that was my original idea. And I went and I talked to some wonderful people in Nashville in publishing. Rusty Gaston, who's now over at Sony, and mm-hmm. Brad Kennard at uh, Concord, and Tim Hunsey, and who's been a real mentor to me. Mm-hmm. And they, they all thought I had some really good idea here. And I went off and I built this, this uh, website, which happened to launch during March of the <laughs> I got all my friends in, the mid- in in March. We had nothing else to do. Yeah. Get in the site and see if it works. So publishers can read. And then I found out that like I, that as, as typical is of Nashville really just need someone to refer you like Ben Fuller, his tour manager, Crystal said to me, Hey, I, I need, I need some guidance when it comes to, you know, being an artist manager. And I says, well, here, let me hook you up with Neil Spielberg. And Mm. Neil Spielberg is a long time manager in town. And he jumped on on that team. And the next thing, Ben has a record label deal and publishing deal. Yeah. I'm like, that's great. Okay. And then making some other calls for people and sort of in the matchmaking game. And I was, and I was like, one-offs are kind of hard in this way that Ben Fuller's don't come around every day, but (laughs) there are quite a lot of them here in Nashville. It's just about finding people. And so I eventually just came up with this idea with one of my friends, Leslie Bow, and we looked at all the programs in town and like what works and what doesn't in terms of you can pitch your songs, but do you really know, does that publisher know who you are? Yeah. Do you have any relationship with them? Mm. So I says, this is what I've always, what I want to do. And I set up a program called the Publisher Writer Experience, where this is a paid program. But my goal is not to have it be too much money that people can't afford it. Yeah, that's <laughs> good balance. Because <You know? laughs> us songwriters you know? can't afford much. <laughs> 
that writer's cannot afford all that much, right? <laughs> and I understand, right? Mm. So what if there is, what if we could set you up with new co-writers that were at your speed and great like you mm. <laughs> and, and then, and then just 20 minutes and you get a 20 minute meeting with the same publisher for three months in a row. Mm. And, 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 and this is how, I mean, you could blow your first meeting and then you got two little mini meetings after this where you can make up for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it seems to be working. Then you can never, like, you'll really, that publisher will really know you. We're kind of, it's, we started last September. And since then we've had publishers give songwriters their email and inviting them to send songs and continue the conversation and yeah. last time we had one publisher invited a songwriter over to write with one of their signed writers who's a major label artist wow. and 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 so everything you could hope that this that could happen has started to happen i think we've gotten about 40 people in front of publishers now and that's 40 more than were here before we were here yeah <laughs> that's so so it's it's so it's happening you're connecting people and are connecting people and not not necessarily there's a lot there there are not very many connector people in town Mm. there are attorneys who are connectors and there are nsai and Mm. global songwriters are definitely do a lot of that and we're just doing it a little more a little differently than other people are doing it because i at the end of the day i do truly believe these major label major publishers like warner chapel and Mm. anthem they're more interested in writers they need the best writers in the world Mm. and they and tim hunzi told me nancy focus on that next you know generation of artists and writers that that the people who are almost are, are really getting there mm. and that and make it help us find them. And I'm like, okay, Tim. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, Tim. Yes. Needle in a haystack. Uh, <laughs> right. And like, but there's like 80,000 songwriters come to Nashville every year. There's some really great people here. And so anyway, currently we have our summer, we have two more publishers out there. We have uh, right now, and probably by the time people hear this, so that, that class may be over with, but we're going to do more. Yeah. And we're making inroads for songwriters because we know they're worthy mm. and, you know, and we know, and it should take a little, we're, we're just helping it. So it takes a little less time. And that's beautiful. <laughs> they got the goods. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what, not every songwriter in this world is meant to be with a publisher. And a lot of these publishers mm. in Nashville, very country focused and things like that. Mm. Not everybody writes country songs, yeah. but what about sync? And so I've just talked with two amazing women from, uh, from their sync agents. And we're going to do the, we're going to have a sync camp and we're going to oh, try awesome. to get a whole bunch of people these sync agents. I want right? to come to the sync and camp. That sounds like fun. Well, I have your email and I will let you know <laughs> when, it, when you can apply. And I'm going to try to make it not too expensive. But when you're done with that sync tent, that sync camp, it'll be a little bit like this. It'll be like you'll be in a group with a, you and a producer and a, an artist, a producer and a writer. Mm. 
and then you're, the sync agent's going to tell you what they're what they're looking for. They're going to give you a brief. Yeah. Then you're going to start writing, right? Yeah. And then an hour into the process, they're going to bop into your Zoom room and they're going to say, "What you got?" Yeah. And you're going to play what you got. And they're going to go, "Oh, that's great. Keep going." Yeah. Or they're going to go, "No, no, no, no. That hurt. <laughs> I can't use that. Okay, fix yeah. it." And then at the end of the night, they'll give you more feedback. And then two weeks later, you guys hand your song in and maybe they sign it. Yeah. Right. So we are bringing the sync and I'm really excited about it. And it's not just for you guys. It's because I need it. Yeah. Right. I need these people. I'm a songwriter and we all need connections with people. So we hope to do more of that. And we're excited. That'll be coming probably I don't know, July, August in that time frame, but I'll definitely let you know when we. Oh, that sounds know. fantastic. And it is. It's, so we're going to help you. That's <laughs> it can be anywhere in the world. I don't know if you're going to want to write at 1130 at night. <laughs> See, but I want to come. I, I'm looking for excuses to come to Nashville. I know I don't need one, but, <laughs> but it's like when you, you know, I had a friend living in Canada and I was like, could you just get married? Because then I'd have an excuse to come over. It's <laughs> it's not, but yeah, I mean, I, I came over in 2019 and I was like, I think like you, I'm like, I have to be back here and that hasn't been an option <laughs> for the last few years. And so I, I may do, but that's probably where this podcast started as well. It was like, I, I have to connect with other people like me and get better as best I can from wherever I am. And thank goodness that I guess in a way COVID happened and people did become more online and people that weren't uh, working with people online now are and it's created a great way for me to get to know people. But I love being in the room with someone though. It changed everything Mm. because we all found out we could write on Zoom. (laughs) Yes, we can. We love writing in person. But, you know, in the past we're like, you get a little snobby, right? Yeah. You know, look, I work my butt off to get here to Nashville. When they get to Nashville, then I'll write with them. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, they're really great. You're a fool if you don't, if you miss this opportunity. Yeah. Right? So, and, and anyway, so Discover Sooner, we are going to have, as if you're a member, we're going to have a co-writer hookup night in June. Okay. So if you want to jump in there and belong to our little club here we are we are we know people that's like the yeah. number one thing well how do you i find people. co-writers yeah i'm from out of town and well we're gonna try to we're gonna see if we can if we can help you meet some really good people mm. on a night on like on a night in in june <laughs> Oh, we're going to do it. It's going to be fun. And I've, so, I've seen a few people on there that I've already spoken to on the podcast that are a part of Discover Sooner and um, like Chris Wallen. Oh, my goodness. Such an amazing oh writer. And like, yeah. So. How about Michael Saletta? He's mm-hmm. from Australia. You have to meet him because you're from <laughs> Australia. And he is so lovely. He's in Australia right now, but he's coming back and we can't wait until he comes back. Yeah. Yes. One of the greatest Aussies ever. <laughs> we haven't met me. Okay. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> he'd be great. He'd be great to have on the podcast because he has a lot to say about the, tra- the trip the trip between Nashville and, and, and 
And that, that would be so. that would actually be really good. We've had a few Aussie Nashvillians on the show and it, it is great to hear and get advice for some of the people coming in and out. But, I mean, we've got people from all over the world listen to the podcast, which is very humbling and exciting as well because I'm learning so much by talking to people like you, Nancy, and, and my songwriting has been getting better. But what's been even better is being able to share that like, like you're doing, helping everyone. Everyone gets to hear these podcasts. Anyone can listen in. And it means everyone has the same opportunities to to yeah. learn and grow and get better. It's so democratic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's all equal. But now I'm going to put the, the links to Discover Sooner and, and to you so people can connect into you and to what you're doing Wonderful. on the description of the podcast. And there'll be a blog on the website, Songwriter Trists, as well. Um, is there anything else you would like to share that you feel like we haven't covered? I don't know. We got interrupted, so I'm like, have we missed something? I actually have a question. I have a question that I ask everyone, and this is more to do with your inspirations, but if you could collaborate with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Kim Williams. Kim Williams is an amazing country songwriter, and I met Kim at the – you know, Gatlinburg mm-hmm. is songwriting festival. And uh, he passed away. You know, I can't even remember so many classic country songs he wrote. Mm. And look him up, Kim, Kim Williams. Mm. But there, he was so close to heaven on some level. As a young man, he was badly burned and the scars. And mm. I do think when you come that close to the the edge that you know god gets a chance to seep in your soul a little more he's such a cool guy and when he passed away i asked him if he would be my songwriting a guardian angel so to speak and whenever like i'm going through a bad time i talked to kim and he he (laughs) hardly knew me he shook my hand but yeah you know wow i'm telling you there's a beautiful story people with so much talent and so much heart, right? Mm. Oh God, I don't know. Beautiful. beautiful. So I, I would, I would like to write with Kim Williams on the other side. <laughs> I love that. Can you write that song? Writing with Kim on the other side. That's a good one. I can, I can hear it now. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to to share your heart and everything that you're doing and what you're doing and why you're doing it and how you're doing it. You are obviously a very talented woman, and we need people like you out there helping creatives connect. And not everyone has that the business understanding and ability. And that's obviously a strength that you've stepped up in in this space and I really appreciate it and I'm sure there are lots of people out there who are like, thank you <laughs> for helping in this area. It, it's great and to, to see. You know, it's amazing. Thank you so much for having me and I've enjoyed every minute of this. No, no problem. Okay, stay in touch. Thanks for joining our Songwriter Trist today. To join the family and keep up to date with future podcasts, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Please leave a review and subscribe. To support the podcast or contact me or our guest, please go to the website, songwritertrists.com.